Hello everyone. In divine right timing, divine right harmony, and divine right balance, we'd like to open this podcast and we'd like to welcome each and every one. Um, Roy from Awakening Podcast, Jane from Empowered Podcast, and Hartmut from Go Your Own Path Once, and of course, the one and only Celeste Solo. And she is our guest, but let me tell you something. For me, she's more than a guest. She is family and consider her as your family because all our guests who are so dedicated and she's been doing a lot of uh, truth education for everyone for many, many years already, for decades. So, you know, that's family because the family protects you, educates you, empowers you. So welcome back, Celeste. And yeah, it's been a long, uh, sort of a long time, but I know we all are busy in our own ways. And... um, Celeste will tell us more, you know, about her background. Um, but one, one, one thing that um, really highlights her background is her father's influence on her. And so we, in, in all our lives, each of us has someone there. It could be a parent, an auntie, an uncle. And if we just listen, even when we're young, then maybe it will help us direct our our, our, our lives to really something that is so useful and that serves humanity. And that's what happened to Celeste. Okay, so welcome Celeste. It's nice to be here, Grace and everybody. <laughs> and then when I asked Celeste, I said, well, so what topic are we gonna do? Then she said, direct energy weapons. So, you know, Celeste has that reputation for us that she's like she can tell us the truth and it could be scary really scary but it's better to have that scary truth rather than not knowing you know because when you have that truth then you can prepare yourself so in this topic Celeste I know this is not like a new topic and it seems like because it's all there are some videos out there and in fact published by military videos and it's it's in the it's in the video games it's in the movies and a lot more so it's not that hey why shouldn't we talk about it however i don't know celeste usually when when your podcast generates a lot a lot of uh, views that at some point even if it's a year after and that's what happened to my youtube channel they just don't like to take the truth from you. So finally, that YouTube is down, but we continue. So in this topic, Celeste, direct energy weapons and directed energy weapons. See, even Jane's dog is interested because that could be directed to animals as well. <laughs> Anything nowadays you have to believe in. So tell us and start our conversation how do you want to go with this? Because I'm like, is it more harmful to have a directed energy weapons or indirected energy weapons? Is it uh, how how deep, how deep, how expanded does the military uses it? And um, is everything in technology bad or shall we just consider whether who controls it, what it is used for? So go ahead, Celeste, lead us. Okay, so... Basically, I believe that uh, frequency, because this is frequency, 
has been around. Even the ancient civilizations knew about it. They may have even had power generation. Uh, you mentioned that uh, my talk with my dad and one of the guests in our home were these archaeologists. Now, you got to know this was the late 50s, early 60s, and they were talking about getting computers, batteries, sophisticated uh, technology out of uh, previous civilizations in archaeological digs. And it was fascinating, but I was young. And so they scooted us, I think, when the conversation started to get a little more in depth. They scooted the children out of the room, uh, maybe because they were talking about classified things. My dad was working at Naval Warfare at that time. So I, you know, I don't know the reason they scooted us out, but that left an indelible impression upon me. Um, after World War II, we see that really there was, is quite a number of publications on directed energy weapons. You can see it in the 60s, in the 70s, in the 80s. Um, there's lots of studies. Actually, um, in the conference that I just reported on, uh, the professionals, medical doctors, and professionals in the directed energy weapon field uh, said that they actually were using the these old studies to go where no man has gone before, a new paradigm, if you will, in directed energy weapons. The first is so back in 2014 was probably the first time that they started going into operation. They were pussyfooting around stealthily, you know, so none of us really recognized it. And then I followed something because of my interest in military and government were the Havana American diplomats who got, um, had these weird experiences down in Cuba. And, but they let, they, it was very mysterious. At first it was believed to be psychological. Then there was a little bit, well, maybe there might be some chemicals involved. Uh, but pretty much the people were discounted because they said that it was all in their heads. And that's really the last time that we heard about it. I mean, people would mention it. I would go to these military conferences and Dr. James Giordano would mention a, like one sentence that he was involved, uh, but never how or any of the details. So last fall in September, he actually went public for the first time with a little bit of the discussion. And I carried that story. I uh, published it uh, the last week in September. It was picked up, it did go viral. And on September 30th, when I was talking with you all, I actually got hit by direct energy weapon while we were on air. It was one hour and 45 minutes in I started getting a headache on the top of my head. My head started heating up. I could see my lungs being painted. And I, if you're interested in cell painting, um, go to shepherdsheart.life and type in in the search bar cell painting and it will explain that technology to you. Um, I finished the conversation and usually we hang out and visit a little bit, but I really was not up for it. I mean, I had this excruciating headache 
I started to get the shakes as I went up the stairs, crawled into bed clothes and everything. Woke up an hour later um, with 102 temperature and all the manifestation of COVID. And so I had to scramble to get uh, the proper things to address that situation, like air or oxygen concentrators and, and you know the types of things uh, that, that one really needs to get uh, address that situation. I thought that was interesting. My next experience was, um, oh, I don't have my cell phone today. Uh, so I was on my way to Bismarck, which is about an hour and a half from my house. And I'm telling you this because these are personal stories so that when I start digging it, we dig into this, it'll have how, how this might affect you. And um, so I got that same headache uh, and the he head heating up and the Holy Spirit, of course, I come from a biblical worldview, said, get another cell phone. And I go, you know, what do I need a second cell phone for? I'm like one person. And I don't really even like cell phones. I'm not one of those people that carries it around because uh, I used to live in Montana where there's no cell reception. Uh, but I follow, I've learned, especially since I became a widow, to listen to that. Now, maybe for you, it's intuition. Maybe for you, it's your gut instinct. Go with it. It will not steer, steer you wrong. So I went to the AT&T. And I looked at, I hadn't shopped for a cell phone in seven years and had to make a wise decision on that and then paid for it. And then the, the young man that was helping me said, okay, now's the time we transfer your data from your old phone to your new phone. And I had tucked my cell phone in, in my purse and it was well cushioned. Uh, I carry a small handbag, <laughs> but it's packed in there. So there's lots of padding. And I get it out and the whole screen had been um, shattered. Now, I believe really my first incident was back when I exposed the World Economic Forum, as many of you remember, and Hydrogel. Um, I had an assassination attempt and they, it was a heart attack. I dropped and at that moment that I dropped, all the clocks in my house stopped. So I knew it was a direct energy weapon, but I don't, I don't really count that because there was a long gap between May of 2020 and September of 2021. Um, so anyway, then a couple, so I get after, so I, after that experience with the cell phone, uh, more details started coming out. Dr. James Giordano started to talk more real specific details. And I started transcribing like crazy because I knew that this was going to impact because this is um, a part of a integrated system. Uh, nothing is siloed anymore. The vaccine is not a silo. We can't look at the pathogen. We can't look at the vaccines. We've got to look at technology. We've got to look at the quantum level. Um, we got to look at the neuro aspects that are all integrated at this point. So you cannot, it, you're going to miss a lot if you just drill down on one thing, um, which is what they talked about in this conference. So 
Anyway. Let me just interrupt a little bit, Celeste. So, so since they're using that, those technology or that in, you know, um, weapons in that level, that would mean that for us, it is important for us to also be knowledgeable on how we can protect ourselves, right? Because you know, it's it's like a, um, that's the way to go. If we can identify the threat, then we would be able to know how to protect us from the threat, because most people still cannot believe what happened like let's say in 9-11 or in or in this is pandemic that you know our uh, the governments and other institutions that we we at first before um trusted to protect us are the ones not trusting us right so that's so these are important and at some point i guess at the end or through the course of the conversation you will help us understand how we could choose what we should do. All right. And uh, so please continue and I'll, I'll pass it on to Hartmut after. So basically what I'm going to be doing is weaving in. Uh, we should talk a little bit about the symptoms, which is like headache, dizziness. Um, one of the things that I really discovered is that it interrupts your um, space and time and orientation. So I went to do, uh, in September, I went to do interviews. I have four, four interviews that day, and I was really too sick to do them, but I, you know, keep plugging along. And I ended up falling, not missing the chair, fall, fell on the ground. I was at, on oxygen at that point, a tangle of, you know, all the wires that you guys have um, to make this possible. And so I was tangled up in all these wires and the chair broke on top of me. And I'm like, I didn't even have the strength to get up. Uh, so that's one of the things um, you can lose your short term memory, your long term memory. Um, it can cause we'll talk about it in a few minutes, a cavitation event. Um, and that's why you need to pay attention to the symptoms um of this because for instance wherever you are in the world they if you're hit with a direct energy weapon you can get the bends now the bends we all know is associated with compression sickness with deep sea divers so how in the midwest can i get the bends well it's something called a cavitation event and they can go through your ears, which is what they did to me, uh, the nose into your sphenoid and ethmoid sinuses. They can go through the palate of your mouth or they can hit any cavity, which is your body, which in that case, you would get compression sickness. Now, if you had those symptoms, you go to your of compression sickness where you need to actually go into a hyperbaric chamber, then you go and they're, you know, you go to the ER with the symptoms of the bends, they're not even going to think about it. It's not going to even be on their map. So you're going to have to be aware of the symptoms and say, could this be an energy weapon? And could I have compression sickness? Um, and then you can actually assist in your own diagnosis and assessment and treatment. There is a the reason they kept the details quiet for so long is that they wanted to um, develop diagnostic and assessment tools. 
most of those it's comprehensive of course there's a neurological there's a medical exam that type of thing blood work uh, but specifically things that you would find at the eye doctor there are specific eye tests that they can run and what they wanted to be able to do as so right now there has been a global go signal for direct energy weapon experiment on the whole population of planet Earth. So that's pretty comprehensive. And they wanted to be able to distinguish between 5G and direct energy weapons, which is a focused laser precision. It's kind of like the difference between an exploratory surgery where they don't really know what's going on and that precision uh, surgery where they're going to, let's say, repair a valve in the heart or remove a blood clot or something like that. Um, so you, <clears throat> so I think I lost my place. Does anybody have a question right now? Oh, no. yes. Anyway, I'll pass it on to Hartmut, okay? Thank you so oh. much. Okay. Oh, yes, it is. It's, a, it's very interesting because um, I figured it out by myself because I told you in the last time that I make dowsing. And uh, for example, when I, the last two months ago, when I drove to, uh, with my car um, uh, in order to, ta to take water from a water source, I drove through the city and the fields. And I got real backbone pain while driving. And I had no Bluetooth and nothing on. And I immediately understood for myself that the 5G radiation is very high. And since two or three months, we have the impression that this, this high 5G radiation is very high during the night. So sweat, headaches, um, uh, the muscles are working uh, very, very fast. Yeah, uh, it's, it's very, and during the day, not during the day, it's more dizziness. Yeah, and um, the question is, as uh, for example, uh, does how much does this affect people who are not vaccinated, and how much does this affect people who got already this this injection? Because uh, Ricardo Delgado said that uh, everyone who everyone who wants to do it, he shall put a um, Bluetooth scanner on his uh, mobile phone. And shall take a look where are all Bluetooth. And he said that the Bluetooth device is also in the body right now. Yes. So this will be affected immediately, I think. So right. do you have any comment on that? Yeah, we all have the platforms inserted into us via the hydrogel um, quantum dot. And um, it, uh, uh, of course, to a more concentrated degree, um, with the with the vaccine or gene editing tool. So yes, there are the difference would be is I believe that there's nutritional uh, much more availability and our body responds to nutritional supplementation for those who have not taken the gene editing tool. For those that that have, they have very limited resources because this thing is growing in them. Um, it's harvesting their life force, their energy, their moisture, 
it's really with causing them to wither and die. Eventually they will die of this. Um, but for those of us that have just maybe run into the spike protein or the frequency painted onto us uh, of this uh, weapon, then we respond. Like I've been playing with, uh, it caused insomnia with me. So I've been playing with different types of magnesium and also adjusting my cortisol. So I'm doing a cortisol management, which has magnolia and magnesium L-theanine. Then I take an extra uh, dosage of L-theanine. And really it's been like before I was just sleeping, if I slept at all, maybe two hours a night uh, since my uh, two bouts with COVID. Um, but now I, this morning I slept till six o'clock from 10 o'clock till six o'clock. So I'm really excited about the way my body's responding. I'm also noticing doubling up on, um, my B vitamins. I'm just chewing through those B vitamins and you can, um, tell like my heels would, were really cracked. And they have been for a long time. And I just, I was taking my B vitamins, but I really didn't. Um, so I didn't think I was still in need because I was taking what they recommended. And then I saw a video by Dr. Berg that said cracked heels is a big sign of, of you know, stress in your body and that you're chewing, you know, you're chewing through it. And so I doubled and sometimes triple the amount of B vitamins. And actually it is, um, it's actually working. My cracked heels are gone. Now I have to drill down because I did like about seven weeks ago, I got Bell's palsy. And for those of you that are not familiar with it, my whole face is the side of my left face is numb. And it came out of the blue and is tingly. And so, what you do for that is like B12. Um, so Grace can fill you in on all the nutrition. And by the way, I'm not a doctor. Um, I just experiment on myself with nutrition, see what works and what doesn't. Now, some of the thing, some of the other solutions for direct energy weapons, this can be, you, these weapons can be used against men, women, and children. 60 Minutes did two segments, one on government employees, adults that were hit, even at the White House, and also children. And one of the most, so you know it's a direct energy weapon and not 5G, is they like to hit me right here in this chair. They've got it locked and loaded right here. Um, but so if I feel that now, what I would do is go out to my front door and walk outside because this is a precise thing. It's not diffuse over the whole environment. So if I remove myself, go outside, and we all know if we walk barefoot outside, that's grounding and we're grounded with the earth and it uh, really helps. So you will notice that it will stop if it's a direct energy weapon. If it's 5G, it will not stop. 
Another thing that they really suggested during this conference, which is kind of interesting, but I don't have the network. So if you guys know somebody in your sphere that can help us all learn about it, is so these two guys were horsing around and one guy said, well, I can hear the direct energy weapon. I can hear microwave weapons when they come. Uh, they kind of sound like an earthquake or a rambling train down. So some people, most people, many people can hear hear it. Um, but they they took copper mesh, a fine copper mesh, two inch square at the temples, and it didn't matter where they put the um, directed the energy weapon at, as long as it was the head. If it was the body, then you might have to wear like uh, a fine mesh uh, knight in shining armor of copper, copper, but it has to be grounded. So I don't want you to go out there, get mesh, put two things of, of uh, at your temples without it being grounded because you can cause more harm than you can good. Um, you can, I did find out that there is copper paint. So I could actually paint my ceiling with a, a paint with a colloidal copper in it um, and it would it would stop a direct energy weapon. So that's very good to know. Um, what I have not experimented with, I do take some vitamins that have a little bit of copper in, but I would say um, there's ancient texts, biblical and not biblical, and Copper is going to be one of those things that you might want to have on hand for these days and these times because it it thwarts many of these types of technologies. So you might we might find that consuming uh, copper supplementation or bumping it up if you're a person that's of high interest um, or an influencer and you are getting these attacks, you might want to bump up a uh, your copper, but you want it balanced, of course, so that you don't take too much. Um, so that's another idea that they suggested. Now we should talk about cavitation. What is this cavitation that I'm talking about? So cavitation is they have this direct energy weapon. It can be many things. It can be ultrasound, EMF, radio frequency, microwave, you know, they can mix and match. It can come by sound wave or it can come on photons on a laser. Um, so they, I, I think that that's what I saw was the laser scanning my, um, not scanning, but cell painting my, my chest. Um, and so I want you to think about a bottle of 7-Up and you shake it up and you open the top, what happens? There's all these bubbles. So these bubbles form and the bubbles collapse. Well, on those waves, whether they're sound waves or light waves, they go into whatever area they've targeted. Like I said, specifically, they like the ears. Now our ears are fascinating. They actually take the sound that I, like I'm hearing you guys right now. Well, actually I'm not hearing you right now because you're listening to me, but when you're talking, and my ear amplifies that sound naturally so that I can hear. Now, some people, of course, they need hearing aids, but for the most of us, 
that's the job of the ear is to not only amplify the sound, but then also to send that message to our brain of what the person is saying and it's a way of communication. So what happens when it gets into the ear is um, this cavitation, it goes through the ear processes where it's amplified. So it's already a precise weapon, it's already amplified and then our ear amplifies it more. And then there are two canals. Well, there's one canal, um, I can't think of the name of the, I always forget it's a venturi. It's, it goes straight from the end of the ear straight into the brain and that carries your, um, your spinal fluid, your cerebral spinal fluid. And so the bubbles go into that and they slam into the brain. We'll talk about that in a minute. The second is called the uh, subarachnoid um, tissue, which is very vascular. It looks like spider webs in your brain. And that's where the blood goes. And it kind of um, is the blood part that feeds your brain. So the bubbles go into both the cerebral spinal fluid venturi. It's a, called a canal, but I can't think of it, the name and the subarachnoid straight into the brain, slams into the brain like a traumatic brain injury. It's every bit as violent and heat as a kinetic weapon in your brain. And what does it do? It can cause many strokes. It can cause cavitation where the um, tissue in your brain actually dies, uh, turns black and dies. It can see things like um, Alzheimer's um, and cancer and other different things. So basically it is this traumatic brain injury. Now I talked about the diagnosis and the um, assessment. So they can now with 95% accuracy, which is why they kept it secret so long, um, classify a person that has maybe been exposed in a like a, to an IED in war, um, a sporting injury, like a football game where they got their a concussion with their head or um, a, a terrible traumatic uh, car wreck where their head was involved, a direct energy weapon, a targeted uh, a targeted individual, and a person that's the worried well that sees uh, the 60 minute news goes to the their doctor and these are the people that just believe they have everything you know oh I'm a little bit dizzy so I must have been hit by direct energy weapons so they can actually these are actual tests now um, via the eye doctor that they can run and find out what classification you're in now they are trying to start to funnel people into the medical industrial complex. But the thing that they don't tell you is the treatment. Uh, what are they doing? Most people, so some of, before I get to treatment, so some of the people will have a few of the symptoms. Some of them will have many of the symptoms. Some of the people will have all the symptoms um, from a direct energy weapon. And some people, it will be short-lived. 
Some people, it will start later. It, it may be something like for me, I did not have this Bell's palsy in, you know, after my event, it came down the road sometime later. Um, or it can be long-term uh, and you have it the rest of your life. It can be anything from mildly annoying your symptoms to basically in the Havana people, um, they have been disabled and they are not expected to return back to work. Um, it's, it's very tragic. There, is, there are two phases. This is called the soft kill. Um, it's basically to disrupt our body and brain and make us unfunctional, uh, not functional. Uh, the second part we are actually transis tr uh, transitioning into right now, and that's the hard kill. That is to put people into a persistent vegetative um, state, in which case then they would just euthanize them or out and out kill them. And there is the pecking order that I kind of mentioned. If you're a key person, if you're an influencer, and then now, you know, doc Dr. James Giordano said that starting in September, that the average American and per people worldwide are can expect a direct energy weapon in their life very soon. So this is very important. I'm trying to get the word out. But people, it's it's kind of abstract and they kind of it's confusing between the 5G and the direct energy weapon. So now on treatment, um, there is physical therapy. I know that even for me, I can't pronounce certain words now. Um, I find that interesting. Actually, that was one of the first things that I noticed after I was hit. The next day I had to do this newsletter and I went to type it. And I knew exactly what I was saying in my head. And I just happened to look down at the sheet of paper um, at, before I sent it on to my secretary for proofing and it was gobbledygook. What was up here did not translate to my hands. And I've had a real hard time uh, gaining back my, both my language is it, my writing came back first but my language, there's some words that, I mean, I can hear it. I, I know what it says, but my tongue just will not, I can't do it. And then memory. Um, I'm a multitasker person and uh, forget that anymore. And uh, lots of memory type issues, not related to Alzheimer's, but because it was sudden onset. I mean, like one day you weren't and the next day you were. Um, how far, you know, I can improve with nutrition. I take my choline. I believe in neuroplasticity, that we can regrow our brain cells with good nutrition, good oxygen. So, but they want to funnel people as lab experiments. I highly say, please don't go to the metal, medical industrial complex. Ask people in nutrition, integrative medicine, and they can steer you in a much healthier way where you're not going to be a lab rat. Yeah, you might have to do some experimenting, just like, for instance, my sister responds to garlic for in infections, and I don't. I love garlic. I use it all the time. But if I have a sinus infection or some infection and I take garlic, it doesn't do a thing for me.
So you may have to do some experimenting just because all of our bodies are unique, but um, you're going to have much healthier options. And then they're developing this whole new class of drugs, all of which have the platforms in it for remote uh, drug disbursement and um, vaccines at any time remotely without your permission. That's why, <clears throat> but to, besides surveillance, the other reason is, is so that they can remotely put these things into you anytime they want. Um, until, you know, if we, if they were unbridled, you can imagine how many things, um, <clears throat> if you're interested in that, there's something called the terrestrial um, diagnostic, diagnostic and vaccination manual. It's updated every May. It's by the UN. And it, the UN basically calls the shots for all the vaccinations and things. So I highly suggest that you that you check it out. It started in 2005. And so I guess now we can ask some questions and hopefully I can answer everybody's questions on direct energy weapons. Um, I have one question and then I pass to Jane. Um, is it uh, is an energy, let's say it this way. We have the 5G frequency, the permanent frequencies. And from my personal impression, it is like going in the jaw. It is stored in the jaw. And then it makes uh, the immune system weak. This is how I feel it. And concerning um, an energy weapon, it's more electric. Can it be? For example, for example, um, we had the experience that, for example, uh, my lady, she had the teeth and the teeth are like artificial teeth. And if the teeth are together, she had electricity. So she had to put a cushion or something in the mouth so that the, that the, during the night, the teeth didn't touch each other. Is, uh, is this explainable? Is, so can, can, an, uh, can an attack weapon, uh, be electric create electricity because for example we have a 5g net around us it doesn't work i have i have contact with 5g with a silver net it doesn't work at all yeah yeah it it can um it is frequency so it is has that electric component in it um, I, I think the first time I became aware of it is uh, you're talking about the jaw. Um, the first time that I took an NSAID, which is like your ibuprofen. Remember, originally ibuprofen was a prescription drug and we used it in dental dentistry. Um, but so I had occasion, I had some inflammation or something and the doctor told me to use ibuprofen. My jaw, I got lockjaw. I mean, not lockjaw disease, but I mean, my jaw clamped down and I could not open my mouth. And I cannot take an NSAID now. Now it doesn't do the jaw so much. That was like 20 years it did that. I didn't take them very often, very rarely, uh, because any pain medication will impact your immune system. So I just stay away from them. But there's times when you're above and beyond and you have to have something. 
and also uh, kidneys, really hard on the kidneys. So every if I took an NSAID and I won't take it now, I, I just I don't care how much pain, I'll endure the pain, but I would instantly get a UTI from an NSAID. So don't ask me why. Uh, so I understand that whole jaw thing because I've experienced it. Yeah, because there is a possibility to, if you have a electric pulse magnetic system, and uh, in combination with laser, and you go through the jaw, then you can clean it. And so, then in the next day, um, I feel very exhausted. Yeah, this is very this is very interesting. The whole time I'm very under under stress, but then I feel exhausted and I have no power at all. Yeah, and that's the same with um, ultrasound. I, I mean, we all grew up and women get ultrasounds of their baby and we all thought it was so good or you have something wrong and they do an ultra, want an ultrasound treatment. Now I found, find out that they're weapons. It was actually developed by the military as a weapon. And so what we, we've been totally conned into believing that it's for good and diagnosing and treating and all of that, but it's actually a weapon. We can damage our baby. We can damage ourselves. We can, um, and they are going to use ultrasound um, in combination with other things for this global experiment that they're using. Now watch, you're going to see in the media uh, just watch the different ones bringing up, oh, this device, this ultrasound device with EMF, and then it's hackable, so then they add the microwave. So watch it. I Since I know about it now, I'm actually seeing them populating the commercial market with these ultrasound EMF hackable with microwave devices. Yeah. Thank you so much. It was a real pleasure. Again, I pass it to Jane. Thank you. Hi, Celeste. Hi. You know, what I find terrifying is that you can't distinguish really between this and COVID or vaccine symptoms. It's like, it's the perfect weapon. <laughs> there's just, there's no way unless, and so how do you know for sure that you've been hit by a bioweapon instead of just getting, you know, sick? So don't get and Grace has been actually talking about this for a long time and we've had private discussions on this. Yeah. That yeah. I don't care if it's a human, uh, animal or a plant, we all have frequency. And then the different organs and parts of our body have frequency too. So really is there a difference? What is that relationship? I mean, we really haven't dove down and said, okay, what is the relationship between a pathogen and frequency. Um, I have mentioned, I don't know if I've mentioned it to this panel before, um, but so long time ago, this is maybe 20 years ago on YouTube, I saw they had a test tube, this was in a laboratory, a test tube with some type of pathogen, I don't remember what it was, and it was sealed, and then sterile or saline water sealed, and they left it overnight and the frequency, it jumped and it contaminated the saline. And then it was then both vials had it. And afterwards, I, it was one of those things I should have bookmarked. I probably should have just downloaded it 
it was one of the most important YouTubes that I believe ever, that YouTube ever carried, but of course it was gone. Um, so we haven't really explored that connection. It, is it really a pathogen? Is it really living or is it the frequency? And then it's the way that our body reacts. Yeah, and so anyone could be exposed to this. Like you yep. could be targeted, but anyone, anywhere. And is there any agenda to, you know, separate or, you know, have a control group or <laughs> anything, you know, or a way of escaping this? Uh, so, like I, like I mentioned, go outside. If it's a direct energy weapon, that's not going to work about 5G. Uh, the copper, I think, is going to be really important. Good nutrition, pure water is going to be important and critical in the days to come. Positive outlook. If you live in fear, there's a lot of things that are going to pounce on you um, that you, you would, you know, have you ever been in one of those situations that was very intense, uh, but because you went into it, girded up and you were ready for it, that you just cruised right through it. And it may have been a very difficult situation, but you made it through because you were just in a good place and you were mentally, physically, emotionally ready for the challenge and just you just went on through it. Um, I, I can tell you an example of that. So one time I was coming home from, from going from Montana to um, Washington, it was night, it was on I-90, and the road was really windy, <clears throat> and, I, and I'm in Idaho, and I go around this one wind, and, you know, I had had a very nice trip, and so I was empowered, and just, it was night, that's not the best, I was just going to gun it all the way home, but I come around, and the, there had been an avalanche over the road. So I just hung on to my steering wheel firmly and I just thought I got this crazy thought in my head um, about my grandkids are going to think their grandma's a superhero. And I just, it was parting like the parting of the Red Sea. I mean, it just, I just went through it because it was really fluffy snow. And it just parted where typically you'd be just smashed or buried or whatever. Um, so that was one example. And I always remember that of when I'm in a very intense situation, how we can just overcome just by just by being healthy altogether and ready for any situation. Right. That's brilliant. I use it all the time, like if it's icy or a really difficult situation, I'll imagine getting through it easily. So that could be something we could do, right? And Absolutely. imagine not it not affecting us and knowing that. Very powerful. Love and that. If eating harmful frequencies, you know, I think in a way when we don't pay attention to frequency warfare, um, then we're putting like ostriches with our heads in the sand, we're not able to say, you evil frequencies, you're going to stay away from me. I'm not going to have you in my life. You're not going to damage me. I, I refuse to accept it. 
It's when you accept it or you put your head in the sand and you say, I'm not going to address it, that it sneaks up and attacks you. And you, then you go, well, what happened? You know, yeah. well, you were not aware. You were not vigilant. Right. And how do you guard yourself if you're unaware? So brilliant. And speaking of water, I've heard um, just recently, you know, that our water could also be contaminated. Do you know anything about that? Um, are you talking about with the snake? Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> you guys, <laughs> I was telling people this, like, two, in December of 2019 is when I started going public on that. And so, basically, it's getting in there because they're putting it in the hydrogel. And I said, it's going to go in the vaccines. I reported on it. I got my whole thing, you know. I mean, in a way, it was very sad for me because when I put it out there, nobody listened. So that's what happens. I blaze the trail. I do the research. I let everybody know two years before stuff breaks. And then all of a sudden, because somebody's popular or influential or whatever, it hits the main alt media then everybody's talking about it. And I go, you guys, this is old news now. I mean, it's been a threat for a long time and I've tried to report, but, but I think it's that witness or confirmation. So I will say it and it's the, not that they don't believe me, but in, in, our, in our being, which is a wise thing, people want to witness. Well, there was nobody out there. If you know my work, I go out there and I blaze the trails. So there's nobody talking about this stuff. And I, yeah, I take, get the fiery darts and the threats and the whole 10 yards. But so, yeah, it's a very real thing. Um, rattlesnake venom was the first and pit viper. But you got to be careful because while they're talking about this over here, they are using all these inserting all the most lethal venoms in the world scorpions and rockfish and all these different things into the commercial market they want venom into the bodies of humans as a part of the depopulation um, it's kind of a mark a signature of evil if you will um, so yeah yeah so it can cause many of these symptoms as well that we see as vaccine related and even COVID related, such as stroke and bleeding and hemorrhage and that kind of thing. And um, as a homeopath, I know that we can treat like with likes. So you can get these snake venoms in homeopathic form and protect yourself somewhat. If you know which one. If you know which one, exactly. Yeah. And um so it is possible that it could be released in the water. Yeah, it's in the hydrogel. So and, not, no, I mean drinking water. Right. So yeah, oh, we haven't heard about the water. Okay. So because of the war on plastics, uh, what they have decided brilliantly to do is to put hydrogel filters in all of the water systems around the world, and that will take out the microplastics, but it releases all the things in the, in the hydrogel um, into the water supply. So that's how you're getting it into the water because they're now using it as a filtration system. So you can look up hydrogel water filtration systems and it will, especially in peer review studies, like if you do a PDF search, um, 
or ACS, your, your technical journals, I've been talking about it for about two years now. So the snake venom is actually in the hydrogel. Yes. Yes. Great. (laughs) Joy, joy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just wanted to get, you know, confirmation on it. I'll pass you to Roy. Thanks, hon. Yeah, it's uh, wondering what angle we go after all of that. I suppose we'll try to cheer them up a bit. Celeste, what's the, is there any app or anything that people can check with the, the frequencies just so they're aware there's something different going on? Um, so I did have a bug thing, but it disappeared in my mood. So I did have like a bug, bug detector. You can check your cell phones for the... Like, you know, you could go up and, and actually read the IP addresses of see how many IP addresses are in people and actually food at this point, because you got to know that the hydrogel is now and quantum dot is in all food, all water and in the air right now. So um, these platforms are being put in these operating systems. So there are apps that you can do that with. But rather than looking at the problem, I, I'm, I would much rather look at the solution. Like, how do we stay healthy? How do we build health? Um, everything from good intentions to um, sp- the spiritual to the physical, good nutrition, making sure my water. I've been trying to find somebody uh, to look into a water filtration system that would take the hydrogel out. And everybody avoids me like the plague. I mean, you're talking like the health ranger, Mike Adams won't touch it. Um, I call Berkey water. I mean, I've been on them constantly. They won't even, they won't even respond to me at all. And it's like, come on people. This is a market that is emerging right now. The only thing that I could think of that semi safe at this point is distillation. But if you go the route of your own distillation, you are going to have to put minerals back into the water because it will um, take out the, it does take out the minerals and you really need those minerals. The more minerals in your body, the better you're going to, your health is going to be. So there's a lot of positive things and just knowing about the technology is kind of like an inoculation. That way you are not fearful and you're not going to fall for the predatory psyops, you know, that say, okay, this is, you know, right now, you know, you better like take the, take the vaccine or whatever the latest and greatest uh, psyop is. Um, You can do your own research. Like right now on my radar is um, Marburg hemorrhagic fever, I think, and HIV together, they're building both of those. And so now is your time to research what types of things, like one, I would not eat rabbit. And did you know that most of the white-tailed deer are being seeded with not only chronic wasting disease, which is a prion disease, uh, and not only that, it's a weaponized prion disease, uh, to the degree that Dr. James Giordano said, 
that that was one of the things that kept him up at night was this weaponized prion disease, but also the hemorrhagic. So it, and it's the deer also now are being seeded with the hemorrhagic fever along with rabbits. Many countries won't even let you raise domestic rabbits because of their uh, vulnerability to hemorrhagic disease. And swine also can have it. Um, the, the different hemorrhagic, uh, Crimean hemorrhagic fever. So I would be careful to what you eat. Um, I know some of these meats are cheap, like pork is cheap, rabbits are cheap, but do you really want a chance getting hemorrhagic fever? Um, I There were two things that I recommended for hemorrhagic and one was pepper. Um, red pepper, any kind of red pepper, it doesn't have to be hot, but they found after the bombs in Hiroshima and Nagasaki that the Japanese that were consuming red pepper, and Japanese don't really like hot food, so you don't have to worry about that. You're going to have to be burned out like if you were in South America or China, um, but they did not uptake the radiation. So if you've got a diet that is rich in red pepper, it doesn't matter when they drop it. And that could be solar radiation. Um, it could be a nuclear radiation or the EMF. It protects you. And by the way, I did do a book. I don't know if you know about that electromagnetic radiation protection solutions. And it's at shepherdsheart.life. And it talks about all the supplements that supplements and food in alphabetical order um, that can protect you against all of these things, whether it's nuclear, cosmic rays, which we're getting a ton of right now, and um, 5G. So. I, I remember um, I spoke to a military Navy expert and he was telling me that they were using it in Northern Ireland against the Catholics. So this is something that they're using for years. And I suppose for the listeners, because I know I've I'm in 130 countries or something like that with this podcast it could be more. This is basically happening all over the world just to let people know. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So countries all over the world that now, if you look up uh, direct energy weapon or do is the acronym DEW on Wikipedia, you'll see a whole list of countries that have been affected now. And with the satellites that they're doing, because, you know, you have uh, Musk and I think Bezos doing the same thing. They're basically just frequency devices that they're, they're bombing us with. Yeah. Yes. And surveillance, you know, frequency and surveillance and with the, the chemtrails because they're spraying all the different stuff and just just on that there's two people that we're, we're talking to me because i you mentioned the copper so i know there's something you can do with copper resin and there's a few other things and you put it in a big <clears throat> excuse me bucket two people i know that done it one in asia one in america and within half an hour less very soon helicopters were flying around their their houses so it's like they know when you're doing something to block them. Yeah, yeah. I've had a few of those visits before, <laughs> but I wasn't. It wasn't related to copper. It was. It was related to transhumanism at the time. So, but now they don't even have to deploy a helicopter. There's drones. There's the smart dust. 
and there's all these nanoparticles in our body that are ratting on us on everything from our internal workings of our body to what we're consuming are we being good are we not are we following the media suggestions are we not and then they you know it's available to anybody there is no such thing as privacy anymore unfortunately and just before i pass you back to grace just i've heard of there was a document i can't find it again but i know there was a document for a zombie apocalypse that was in american in the the u.s government documentation is that something that's planned with this technology that's in everybody's body they turn on a certain frequency and we've got as because every movie that's out now every series is zombie apocalypse and while i've been listening because there's one i was watching z nation all they're on about is one more new world order new world order saying it about 50 times is that something that's you believe Oh yeah, because there's a lot, a lot of exercises, a, a city government, state governments, um, federal government has all run zombie apocalypse, and that's what they say. That's why this direct energy weapon. Remember when I said there's soft kill and and hard kill. The vegetative state is the is the zombie apocalypse, and so they'll turn everybody's brain to mush through traumatic brain injury. And there you have it. it. One of the best examples, if you want something to share with your listeners, is the TV show Revolution. Um, if you remember Revolution, it was about, um, I think it was a bomb that went off and it took the power out. It was two seasons, I believe. It ended, it goes into nanoparticles, it does everything. But the last scene, because it was cut short, probably because it was getting too close to the truth, is um, all these people descending on a small town in Idaho, a zombie apocalypse. Um, and that's where the movie cut off. Now, if you go to the revolution screen, uh, like if you look it up on the internet at CBS, who was the collaborator who did the um, screenwriting for that particular uh, TV show? it was the United Nations. And it says right there, you can look in there. I mean, it's really quite interesting um, that they were the ones that put out the script. It's always a, a wonder, love listening to you and great to have you back again and I'll pass you over to Grace. Thank you. Hi, hey everyone. So well, back to the water. I just the thought, Celeste, that we're 99% water molecule. So, you know, it's just like, uh, it's just, that's brilliant for them, you know, who, those who want to control the, such technology to mess with us. And yeah, you and I and a few others know already that, you know, this has been happening. So as I was saying earlier, you know, it's the direct or indirect energy weapons, which one is more harmful? And uh, I think both of them are really harmful, except that right now, the direct one is very obvious. And when you mention about the FBI visits, well, most people maybe cannot believe that, but I, I hear more um, truth speakers, conspiracy fact researchers, that they shared things that they did have visits and they there's really that kind of control. And so, 
and even to the point that yeah many of those youtube so sometimes when i hear stories from that i said oh i don't feel so bad now when you know that your youtube has been taken down because the more you tell the truth the more that you are sort of attracting that but um so in, in, with that what's your thought in general about technology do we just kind of like accept it as like a black and white thing that oh technology is bad and this is or, or good or shall we just like have that wisdom to know and you know so what share share us your thoughts so my thoughts are it's much like having a weapon <clears throat> and i'll use a gun for instance and so a gun is neutral i mean it could be used to defend somebody's life if there was marauders that were attacking or something uh, protecting your children your wife your husband <clears throat> a neighbor whatever or it can be used as an act of aggression against somebody so it's not the gun itself it's what it's used for and the technology I believe that there is beautiful technology. If you look, if, have you studied the Tartarians at all? Mm -mm. So the Tartarians, it, it, all those world fairs, like 1900, the late 1870s, they had these huge fairs, uh, like the World's Fair, and they, they had electricity. They had like telegraphs, all sorts of, like modern technology back in a time when we didn't think they had any technology at all. Um, so, I, but in each and every case, after the fair was open, so let's say it was open three months or six months, they destroyed the whole thing, literally destroyed it, leveled it to the degree, a lot like 9-11, they actually shipped off parts of the fair to other locations so that they, people couldn't piece it back together again. So I believe we have had this technology before and maybe it was good. It, it just depends on the intent. And even if you look at water in Dr. Emoto's work, if your intention towards your water is good and you're thankful and you're grateful and you look at it as healthy and beautiful, it's beautiful. It has all these intricate shapes and it's, it each is a unique design, um, which then interacts with our unique design. But then you can also say, oh, that terrible water, it's, it's dead, it's ugly, it's horrid. And then it loses its all its fine detail and it shrivels up and it has holes in it. And so that's the same way with, with technology. Um, you know, if our intention is to do good with it, just think of what this earth could be like. I mean, it could be incredible, but right now I believe that technology has been hijacked by evil forces and they are using it for evil and for the depopulation and destruction of this world, unfortunately. And so it's incumbent on us to do our homework for offset. You know, they talk about carbon offset, but we have to do technological offset and make sure that we're in a healthy state. And that's um, mind, body, emotion, spirit. Um, and that will be unique 
to each one of us also. And we should give kindness to one another in grace. I see this um, intolerance between people building. But, we, you know, the beauty of humanity is you're different and you're different and you're different. And we all have things to bring to the table. And that's how we offset this, by being human and kindness and um, being the people that really we were designed to be. So. I always have a picture of a beautiful uh, landscape of wildflowers. And that's how I look at humanity. Then. So then um, when we were talking about all that, uh, the venom and other things, and you said, you know, even before 2019, they've been doing a lot of things. And you know, the vaccine is just a way where they can put a lot, many things that, whether it's uh, harmful technology or harmful additives, okay? Same thing as in the supplements. They could, you know, people don't look at that, but they could put anything there. And so, and I believe, Celeste, you knew, you are also aware that this hybridization has been going on for eons, for millions and millions. And it's kind of all about changing that celestial God humanity made in, you know, and in, so that they can keep just making those who accept that change or manipulate it or your, your by morphogenetic frequency, personal energy attracts to it. And as you said, how come you got sick many times and you bounce back, boom, and others too, all of us had that. But so that energy field that we built, so so people really have, I think, yeah, now it's coming out, we're knowing, and now people are ready to understand that this mixing of animal, insects and whatever to our DNA has been going on. So, and then you, so for you and for most of us, we don't have to wait when some some thought or some um, danger, some, like some research comes up. Don't wait for those research. You, you really have to. We have to do our own research and live our life, be sensitive. No, and as you're saying, we are all different. So it, it, for me, that's what I wanted to share because in ourselves, we can we can be short of understanding of many of this technology because I, I, I can't spit out many facts like you do, Celeste. I don't have that photographic memory, but I do have a photographic memory in myself. <laughs> if I don't feel very connected to, and if it's a different direction, so I do that. So that's, I, I wanted to kind of add to that. and. You have more thoughts, or others have more thoughts. Please do so, and then, or tell tell more of what people can do. And because in the Christian, in the Christian perspective, especially, how else can you protect ourselves? So really nourishing your spirit, and you know, our soul can be corrupted. It can be corrupted by greed, or that we neglect it. And, you know, if you any of you have had gardens, you know this to be true. If you let your garden out there for six weeks unattended, you're going to have weeds that you're going to have to pull out. So our soul can really get con contaminated um, either deliberately or just by neglect. But the good thing is, is our spirit is untouchable and that you can nourish and it can grow 
and just realize in your innermost being that there is nothing, no power on earth can touch that spirit that is placed inside of you. And that's very comforting in these facts. It doesn't matter if you ignore it, if you, I mean, it's best if you don't, but nothing is going to hurt it. Nothing is going to take it away. You have that deep in you. And so that's where you get your resilience to bounce back after, you know, some tragedy or some loss or, you know, or neglect or whatever. Um, and yeah, there's evil forces out there, but they cannot, uh, they cannot prevail against your spirit. It is the ultimately protected. And I don't believe it's protected by us. I believe the divine is the one that protects your spirit. And, and that, I just find that very comforting to know that there's a, a recess in me that can't be polluted. So, yeah. Um, well, I think, or I, I still believe that also there are, let's say, there are very powerful good sources at work as well. But these sources are very hidden and they are attacked. Um, but um, there is the hope that um, the world age institution will be exposed this year and I, uh, and I had also the information that the Federal Reserve Bank will have much difficulties to exist in December 2022 so um, there are things which will change this world in a way we don't know whether it's positive or negative but it will change yeah and there is in my opinion I still have hope that there are also good good forces on on this planet to to work on that. I think so too. But I just had a two hour um, conference with some people, and it's very promising uh, because there are some very influential, powerful people that are on the good side of things. Not to mention each one of us. Each one of you has boldness, courage. You just have to stand up and be counted. And yeah, there's consequences, there's a price to pay, either in just your time, because you know, your day, like my day just, boop, it's gone. I can, I can each actually have a week disappear. And I like this week, you know, I'm going to celebrate Passover. And, and it's like, I thought I had an extra week. And all of a sudden, I looked at my calendar, I go, Oh, my gosh, I have to, I have to like, scramble because I'm having a group of people over. So, um, so it, 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 we just have to realize I'm just one person doing the right thing. And each one of you are. So look at, we already are five people that are multiplying the goodness and the resilience of humanity just right here in this, in this um, broadcast. Yeah. And, um, uh, I have I have one question. How do you how in all this process of the change, how does the Ukrainian situation fit in this? Do you have any ideas about that? Because on the one hand, okay, we have war. We it looks like that we will go maybe in a third world war. On the other side, uh, laboratories in the Ukraine are exposed, and a lot of biological weapons were. Um, let's say 
they cannot produce uh, the viruses anymore like they wanted to do. And someone on the YouTube found also out, or you can read it in the Russian um, in the Russian channel, that uh, the human the the German military worked on a biological weapon, which is completely uh, forbidden. So on the one hand, let's see, we are very close to get on the on, um, on the Third World War. On the other hand, we see explosion. And how do you see this situation in Ukraine? Uh, with respect to the situation or with with respect to the agenda do you so have any clue about that it's going according to the plan so i get uh i would highly suggest that you all sign up for the world economic forum weekly um news they send like a it's once a week so that's easily manageable um newsletter and in it, they talked about the Ukraine situation and just how it fits in, just like COVID fit into their agenda. Of, and it's very deep leveled. It's probably 50 levels deep of what they wanted to accomplish by it. Um, everything from food stability to national sovereignty of nations. Um, so while we're focused on the Russians versus Ukrainians, biolabs versus the Iron Fist. Um, they, it's actually much deeper than that, but people don't go and look at that. But I would highly suggest, I mean, it's free. Uh, you might as well get it. It takes me about 15 minutes to read it a week. And then you kind of know that really is the what their objective is for this week. Um, or that particular week, whenever you look at it, and do you think do you think that they expected like the Polish and a few neighboring countries to actually bring families into their house as opposed to what's been doing done for the last twenty plus years, where they just chuck them into like refugee camps? So yeah, actually, the number one thing that they said, and I believe it was last week, it might have been the week before's newsletter was. Uh, that migration, it was going to be causing this great migration. And, you know, there's people migrating all over the world. Um, but now, it, you know, there's kind of stamp of approval migrations. And so this is part of this getting to people, okay, it's not cool to own a house anymore. You're supposed to be, if you're really an activist, you're a migrant. And, you know, get us away from our traditional, uh, you have a house, you have an apartment, you're just a dweller in one place. Uh, about migration, from, speaking from former FEMA, is my, migrants and refugees have never fared well. So basically, when you become a migrant or a refugee, you're at the mercy of the whatever government. It could be global government, it could be country government could be local government so uh that was the number one thing that they were getting out of this on a global scale was to catapult um migration and this thought of uh, people getting rid of just walking away from their houses and their their property you will own nothing and you will be happy Ooh, i could just wring his neck but what can you say 
And I think we realistically, as far as migration, we have to realize that the grass is not greener on the other side of the fence anymore. It used to be you could flee to a different country for, you know, a better life, you know, whether you wanted it in the tropics or there was some quality in another country that you found um, uh, that you liked. I kind of like Switzerland myself, but really this is a global issue. There's no place on earth that has not been touched by this. I mean, those little islands in the Indonesians, they had like Gestapo raids during this, um, this masking and vaccination campaign on these little tiny islands that maybe had like 25 people and the big gorillas, the gorilla muscle armed came in and, and you were either carted off to a, a concentration camp or forced back. Uh, so there isn't a place that you can hide anymore. I mean, not even like the North Pole or the South Pole. Of course, the South Pole's the like Mecca for all the elite. So I wouldn't want to go to the South Pole, but possibly the North Pole if I had to pick a pole. I guess that's why we continue to go back to ourselves, to ourselves. So wherever we are, because at this point, wherever we are, the oligarchs are there too. <laughs> so, you know, and when they're there, always be mindful that it could happen anytime, even when we're sleeping, right, Celeste? We talk about that even when you're asleep. But there are also um, I think good things happening with this targeted direct energy, direct energy healing. So that's for another discussion, but let's just, as I said, these are all part of evolution. And for me, I still remember that everything comes from the source. Everything comes from God. Everything returns to God and everything is within God's hands and within God's, but as humans, as celestial human beings, who are gifted with that free will choice. But that free will choice will manifest in the boundaries of the, the source field that God has given to us. Right, Celeste? So I always have to remember that. So Celeste, thank you so much. Anything more you want to share? Because you're very active, no matter what, your, your newsletter is still out there. And Celeste, I, I was watching the live stream with Dr. Lee Merritt. So thank you so much for that. And that was really good. So tell, tell, tell the audience more where to reach you and how to get in touch with you. Okay, so I've got two places to find my videos because um, so I had this person that said, well, if you talked about the snake venom two years ago, how come you only have six videos on your Rumble channel? Well, that's because I got caught in the big YouTube call, you know, and all my millions of views and all those videos are gone. Uh, so started off back at Rumble now or Celestial Report for videos. So that's where you can find me. Um, also, you can find me at shepherdsheart.life. That's where my writing is. I have a community uh, for my subscribers, which helps support my work because this actually is not free believe it or not. And so um, they have a private forum and I put articles in there. I put thing, news articles that I think that they should know, everyone should know about, but I don't have time to write with it. 
Uh, so that's there. And also we like tonight, there's a community meeting and you can ask any question that you want. Um, I'm open, there's no sacred cows. And much like on this particular um, venue, and uh, it's a nice place because nobody looks at you strange. Um, you can have whatever, you know, come from any place. Um, and they're all awake, not woke, but awake. And so uh, it's, a, it's just a good place. And there are people all over the world. And so we're starting to really encourage um, two things. One is networking with local community because when it all comes down and it is, the sun is roaring to life. We should have a show on that sometime because mm -hmm. it's like wild and crazy up there on the sun right now. And um, also the pressing into the spiritual so that, you know, you have a, a solid rock to stand when things around you crumble. You know, you don't fall apart. You're, you become an unshakable, formidable force that really the powers that be tremble. I mean, I can see it. Like if I say something or do it like a expose, they're shaking in their boots and they're doing damage control. I just, I love it. You know, here I am just one woman doing this. I'm not a huge operation. Well, there's John, my producer. So it's the two of us, you know, but uh, so that's pretty, it's, that should give all of you a lot of confidence that you can literally rock the world by the position that you take um, on whatever issue that you you have. Amen to that. So in eternal reverence, joy and gratitude for the unceasing love and mercy of the one most high source divine. And thank you, Celeste. And thank you for everyone. I think our goal is like that. Each and every one we will persist because this is our, our best option in this lifetime. Thank you. And we will upload in many different uh, platforms amongst us, Roy, Jane, and Hartmut in BitChute and Rumble. And just we'll be with you. And please, please, please share it also. Share it to others, okay? Thank oh, you. By the way, if anybody has questions, uh, you can email me at Celeste at CelestialReport.com. And if you're interested in this direct energy weapons uh, conference, I did do a transcript. It's uh, five or six parts. Um, you look at DEW at a Celestial, no, not Celestial Report, shepherdsheart.life um, in my blog. If you type in DEW, and you'll see module one, module two, module three, module four, and module five. Yeah, and if there's any more link um, that you want to, your specific link, Celeste, please email it to me. I'll add it to the post notes, okay? Right. Okay. Take care, everyone. This podcast is and always will be free. There are two ways you can help me as I spend a lot of time researching, recording, editing, and marketing my podcast. I also have plenty of costs with like Zoom, BitChute, StreamYards, as well as equipment. I have a donation button, which you can buy me a coffee once a month, or even just donate one euro, because if everybody who listens to the podcast donate one euro, it would cover all the costs. You can also support our sponsors. All the links are in the podcast show notes. Thank you for listening. There's a time.